Well, that was worth the wait. <laughs> Till the storm passes over. Are you looking forward to that tonight? I am. Uh, then we can move on with life. But uh, all right. Well, tonight we're going to be in Psalm 46. Psalm 46. And the title of the message, if you are taking notes, we don't have outlines tonight um, or anything like that. But uh, we, we do have a message, we just don't have some of the other things that we, we have at time, most of the time, but Psalm 46 is where we're going to be tonight, and the title of the message is No Fear, No Matter What. No Fear, No Matter What, Psalm 46, and let's go ahead and stand together one more time as we read uh, this passage, and I want to try to make this a, a briefer message uh, to uh, allow us to get home and uh, get settled and as they say, batten down the hatches, is that what they say? Um, so uh, we can just kind of be uh, turn our attention a little bit to what's happening, but uh, hopefully this message that I'll be bringing tonight, this afternoon, will be an encouragement to us even as we face the uh, storm coming uh, through Oklahoma tonight. Psalm 46, let's go ahead and read all uh, 11 verses of this psalm. The Bible says this, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And I was thinking about that as we were just singing the song, uh, Burdens Are Lifted at Calvary, Jesus is Very Near. And uh, that, that goes along with, with what this says here, a very present help in trouble, therefore will not we fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Selah, there is a river. The streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her, and that right early. The heathen raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. And he breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us, and the God of Jacob is our refuge, Selah. Lord, thank you for the day and for allowing us to gather together one more time today. Um, I pray, Lord, that uh, you would use this particular psalm, Lord, in our lives, even as uh, we go through this particular evening uh, together here in Oklahoma, and then just as we go through the difficult trials and tribulations of life that we face uh, I pray, Lord, you'd help us to have these thoughts in our in our mind, and we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. you may be seated. Well, we are about to experience uh, a difficult storm. Um, we don't know all that's going to happen, of course, in the next several hours, but uh, it should be exciting. And uh, I know it's not usually the excitement that most people want, but uh, how many of you are actually like kind of excited about this. Would you raise your hand? Okay. Yeah, I figured there was a few people that were that are kind of excited about it. Um, kind of looking forward to what's going to happen and uh, watching the sky and the news and all of that. Um, storms are 
obviously a part of life here in Oklahoma, but they're also a part of life even generally speaking. Now, not just the weather storms, but the trials and tribulations of life. You know, God never promised that we would not go through this life without difficulties or challenges. In fact, He promised that we would. Uh, David said in Psalm 34, in verse number 19, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivered him out of them all. So, yes, we are going to experience many types of afflictions and trials and tribulations, especially even those who you say, well, I'm going to start really living for the Lord and doing what's right. Well, he, again, he says, many are the afflictions of the righteous. And uh, Paul said to Timothy, he said, and all they that live godly in Christ Jesus shall suffer persecution. So a promise from the Lord that we're going to deal with difficulties. James said it this, uh, said this, it, as he began his book, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, not if you fall into them, but when. So they are a fact of life. In fact, Jesus himself promised that um, in this world ye shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So it's going to happen. But when we face these times, uh, like we're about to face even tonight, uh, but maybe you're experiencing a different type of storm that you're experiencing, a different type of trial. Uh, the question is, will we face those or are we facing them with fear or will we face those times with faith? Now, obviously, many do choose to respond in fear. Now, fear can cause us to do some really strange things. I was reading about uh, the Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin. He was so afraid for his safety that in his residence, he had uh, eight different bedrooms. And each night, Joseph Stalin chose a bedroom at random to ensure that no one knew exactly where he was sleeping because he was just afraid that somebody might have it out for him. Now, how can we live without fear no matter what? What should we focus on? Well, the psalmist here in Psalm 46 uh, focused on three aspects of God that caused him to have the proper perspective and to uh, not have fear no matter what. And uh, here he says in verse number two, it's interesting. He said, therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed. So if the earth is removed, we're still not going to be afraid because we know that God is our refuge and strength. And uh, though the Mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, or your house flies away tonight. Uh, we're still not going to fear, no matter what happens, uh, regardless of what happens, we're not going to fear. Now, what, what did he focus on that caused him to have that type of faith, that, that had that type of, like, no fear no matter what? What, what? what was he focused on? Well, first of all, he was focused on, and what we should focus on is God's presence God's presence. He focused on God's presence. In verse number one, he said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. He's very present in our lives, and as a result of that, we don't have to fear. Now, the word help here, he says, uh, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. The word help here means aid, assistance. And the word trouble would cover all that could come upon us, which would give us anxiety or sorrow. 
So you name it, if it can cause anxiety, if it can cause, cause sorrow, here God says he's a very present time in those, present help in those times. So if it's a financial issue, uh, he's a very present help in times of that. If it's a uh, social issue, if it's a physical issue, if it's a spiritual issue, if it's a relational issue, it doesn't matter. Uh, God says that he is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of those things that would cause us sorrow and anxiety and worry. The word rendered present here, uh, it means rather is found or has been found in that he has proved himself to be a help in time of trouble. And the word present as if, this is all from a commentary of course, but the word present as if he were here near to us or close by does not accurately express the idea, which is rather that he has been found to be such or is that he has always proved himself to be such a help and that we can now confide in him. And the word very or the word exceedingly is added to qualify the whole proposition as if they were emphatically true. So here the psalmist is saying he's not just a present help in trouble. He is a very present help in time of trouble. So if you're going through a difficult time or a storm, literally or figuratively, uh, he is a, not, he's not just a present help. He's a very present help in time of trouble. Um, in this passage, we see his presence uh, mentioned several different times here, of course, in verse number one, but also in verse number five. Look there. God is in the midst of her. God is in the midst of her. Look in verse number seven. The Lord of hosts is with us. So his presence is right there. Verse number 11 says this. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. And so we see God's presence is there. And, and as the psalmist thought about the fact that God is with us, he said, it doesn't really matter what happens. I can live by faith. I don't have to be afraid. It doesn't matter if the earth be removed or the mountains be carried into the sea. I'm still not going to fear because I know he's with me. Now, again, we're about to go into a little bit of a storm here in, in Oklahoma tonight, and uh, it might get scary, but we can, we can have assurance because, look, God is with us. Um, I like what Psalm 23 and verse number 4 uh, tells, tells us, and I'm going to turn over there. Uh, it's just a few pages over, and it says this, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? Because... And the psalmist David said this, for thou art with me. You see, the reason he didn't have to fear is not because he saw the light at the end of the tunnel, he saw the end of the valley or whatever. It was because he knew that the shepherd was right there leading him and guiding him. And so he is present in our life. And I'm thankful for the promise of the Holy Spirit for the New Testament believer that once we place our faith in Christ, um, that he has sent the comforter, right, to come indwell us. And he will never leave us nor forsake us. No matter what we do or say or think, he's there. And he's not going to leave us. 
Uh, it was God who said this in Isaiah 41 in verse number 10. Fear thou not. And then he says the reason why. For I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. But he says first, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Look, if we're going to live by faith and not by fear in these days, we need to remember and focus on God's presence. Psalm 16 and verse number 11, In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. So uh, what's going to help us have the confidence like the psalmist had there? Hey, I'm not going to fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. I mean, if that happened, that would be kind of, you know, headline news. You know, Mount Everest gets thrown into the Pacific Ocean. Wow. <laughs> like, what is this world coming to? What's going on? We don't have to fear because, hey, look, God is with us. So focus first on God's presence. But then notice, secondly, we need to focus on God's power. The fact that, yes, God is with us, but that the God who is with us has tremendous power beyond anyone can imagine. Verse number five says this, God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her. And that right early. God has the power to help. Verse number six, the heathen rage, the kingdoms removed. And notice here at the end of this verse, he uttered his voice and the earth melted. And verse number eight says this, come behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he hath made in the earth. I hope there's not a tornado tonight, but look, the tornadoes uh, are a testimony of the power of God. I mean, the the hurricanes that come over and the earthquakes. We were talking about earthquakes in California uh, this morning uh, with Aunt Jeannie, and and uh, the the power that that this that that God has kind of released upon this earth. It's amazing, but that's just a small inkling of his power. He can do great and mighty things. Uh, The angel Gabriel declared the amazing power of God to Mary as he announced that she would be the mother of the Son of God. In Luke chapter 1 and verse 37, he said, For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Verse number number 9 continues this thought here in, in Psalm 46. He maketh wars to cease. Under the end of the earth, he breaketh the bow, he cutteth the spear in sunder, he burneth the chariot in the, in the fire. These are all things that God does. God is powerful. John also heard this, uh, John the uh, Revelator in Revelation 19 and verse number 6, talking about the power of God. He, he heard this right before the marriage supper of the Lamb in Revelation 19.6. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thundering, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigneth. Omnipotent means all-powerful. So God has all power, and He does rule and reign, and uh, He is not worried and and, uh, fretting and... Uh, biting his fingernails, not that he has them, but 
He's not up in heaven going, oh no, how are we going to handle this particular trial in so-and-so's life? How am I going to deal with uh, this particular uh, situation? He's not worried. He's all-powerful. I think of the nation of Israel when they were in the wilderness. Over and over again, they faced tremendous times of affliction. I mean, remember they had no water, and then God provided water. They had no food, God provided food. But every time they faced these times, they responded in fear and thought the worst. And then they were at the Red Sea and like, how is, how is God going to deliver us? And last Sunday night, we looked at how God miraculously delivered uh, the nation of Israel through the Red Sea. That had never happened before. I mean, we all know the story. We all kind of know how it all ends, but, but they didn't. And each time, God miraculously, powerfully provided for them. And they ended up blaming their leaders and ultimately God for their situation that they found themselves in and totally forgetting that it was God uh, who delivered them each and every time before. Can I remind you this afternoon that the same God who performed at least 182 recorded miracles in the Bible is still the same God that we serve today? And He's still a miracle-working God. He's the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Lord. He changes not. He still is powerful. And so if God had the power to provide also a way for your salvation, which he did, uh, through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, and he uh, had the power to provide the way of salvation for you and meet your greatest need, then, friend, he has the power to see you through the storm that we're about to go through tonight, but then also the other storms that we encounter in our life as well. He has the ability to do that. And when we really focus on God's power, then really we won't have any reason to fear, no matter what. Though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carrying the sea, though the economy collapse, though COVID breaks out, though Joe Biden gets reelected, oh, please not let not that happen. <laughs> but, but here's the deal. If it did, we still don't have to live in fear as believers uh, because of God's presence, because of God's power. A young boy traveling by airplane to visit his grandparents sat by his side a man who happened to be a, a seminary professor. Well, the boy was reading a Sunday school take-home paper when the professor thought he would have some fun with the little boy. Young man, said the professor, if, if you can tell me something God can do, I'll give you a big shiny apple. The boy thought for a moment and then replied, Mister, if you can tell me something God can't do, I'll give you a whole barrel of apples. <laughs> now, there, technically, there's a couple things that God can't do. He can't lie. He doesn't lie. He stays true to his word. But, but the idea here is that he has all power and that nothing is impossible with God. And so, hey, look, if you're on God's side, you are on the winning side. I knew all along yesterday that Oklahoma was going to pull it out over Texas. The entire game, I knew what was going to happen. Okay, I didn't. And I didn't get to watch the game, but I, I kept checking the score, and I was like, ouch, 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 ouch. But those who perhaps weren't able to watch it and recorded it and maybe knew 
I've done that before. I've, I've recorded a game and, and known the outcome before I actually watch, sit down and watch the game, and I know my team wins. But as time goes on, you're, you're watching the game, and you're like, your team's committing all these penalties and, and, uh, and losing. And you know, hey, look, we're going to end. We're going to end the game by winning. Now, right now, again, as Christians, it, it may look bleak. It may look grim, but have you read the back of the book? We, we, we know the end of the story. We know how it all ends. We know we're on the winning side. Uh, so we can have faith instead of fear because we know we are on the Lord's side. Uh, God's not on our side. We need to be on his side, see? Now focus on uh, God's presence. Focus on God's power. And then number three and last quick thought here is focus on God's peace. Uh, in Psalm 46, we see the, uh, the psalmist refer to the Lord as something like this in verse number one, God is our refuge. God is our refuge. In verse number seven, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Uh, verse number 11, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Uh, I'm thankful that now, I know not everybody here in Oklahoma has a storm shelter, uh, but I'm glad that um, all believers have a shelter uh, in the time of storm, okay? And not just a physical storm, but a, in the other storms that we come. And, and the Lord God is our refuge. He's our place of peace and safety and security, and we need to run into Him. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. The, the Solomon said in Proverbs. Albert Barnes in his commentary on this verse says that God for us, God is for us as a place to which we may flee for safety, a source of strength to us in danger. The first word refuge comes from a verb meaning to flee and then to flee to or to take shelter in. Denotes a place to which one would flee in time of danger. As a lofty wall, a high tower, a fortress, a fort, or I'm going to add this into the commentator's uh, verbiage here, storm shelter, <laughs> as a storm shelter. And uh, I'm thankful for these storm shelters here in Oklahoma, and uh, I'm thankful that, you know, if there is that tornado siren comes, we can go in there and have a feeling of, of safety. Um, now, as believers, we can run into the Lord, run to the Lord for those times. And instead of running to our friends and family, which it's okay to use from time to time, but our first person, first resource that we need to run to is the Lord. He's the one that's going to offer us the greatest security and comfort and peace in those times of difficulty and struggle. Now, the whole message can be wrapped up, and you're like, why didn't you just do this to start with, and then we would have been out of here a little sooner. The whole message can be wrapped up in verse number 10. Now, verse number 10 is kind of the key and summary of, of this whole message, and that is, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. How can we really live without fear no matter what? Well, the answer is by obeying the first part of verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. When you start to fear, panic, fret, worry about what you're going through right now or perhaps even the future, here's my job. 
Uh, when we were in, um, well, you probably have heard this when you were in, in school too. Uh, if you ever like get caught on fire, stop, drop, and roll, right? Is that still a thing that's taught in schools? I don't know, but I remember learning it when I was in elementary school. Stop, drop, and roll. Um, but when you start to fear, fret, or worry, stop. Put the brakes on. It says here, be still and know that I am God. Remember that God is in control. Remember that God is sovereign. Remember that God is present, that he is powerful, and that he wants to give us peace if we uh, come to him. Be still and focus on his presence. Focus on his power and focus on his peace. Mark chapter number 4 uh, we looked at it a few weeks ago as we were studying, we're studying the book of Mark. And we looked at Mark chapter 4 as the disciples went and with Jesus in the boat out onto the sea. And there was a huge bad storm that came in and uh, they, were, they were scared. They thought this was it. They were about to die. In fact, they said to Jesus, do you not care? Carest thou not that we perish? Basically, it was like, we're about to die, and don't you even care? And uh, who can somebody tell me what Jesus was doing during that storm? He was sleeping. He was taking a nap. See, if it's Brother Randy, Jesus could take a nap. I can take a nap on Sunday morning, okay? Uh, even in a short afternoon. Uh, but But Jesus was resting during a very dangerous storm, and and can you have rest during the storm that you are encountering? I'm not suggesting everybody go and sleep through this whole thing tonight. Um, that might be kind of foolish. Um, but in your heart, is your heart you know, racing and your blood pressure all through the roof over every little thing that comes into your life? Uh, Jesus was resting during a very dangerous storm. And uh, we need to be at rest knowing that the Lord is in the boat with us because he is very present. Um, I want to close this afternoon with reading a beautiful hymn that we have sung a few times in our church, Be Still, My Soul. And I'm not sure what number it is in your hymnal, but I'll just read it. Be still, my soul, the Lord is on your side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to your God to order and provide. In every change he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul, your best, your heavenly friend, through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Be still, my soul, your God will undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Your hope, your confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. Be still, my soul, the waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Isn't that beautiful? Be still, my soul, the hour is hastening on when we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief, and fear are gone, sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul, when change and tears are past, all safe and blessed, we shall meet at last. Be still, my soul. And uh, I believe that that is a, 
they get that thought here from Psalm 46 and verse number 10. Be still and know that I am God. When you start to panic, when the storm comes, just remember, hey, he's present. Focus on his presence. Focus on his power that God is able to do and see us through. Uh, we, we often sing here uh, the chorus here at Cornerstone Baptist Church. Um, he's able, he's able, he's able to carry me through. He is able to do that. So focus on his presence, his power, and then focus on his peace. And uh, go into the shelter uh, in the time of storm, which is the God of Jacob, our refuge. Well, let's have a word of prayer, and then uh, we'll, we'll be dismissed here in a moment. Lord, thank you so much for allowing us to gather together tonight. I pray, Lord, that uh, you would just, again, keep us safe, but help us to focus in on the fact that you are there. And Lord, if there's one here tonight that has not trusted Christ and, and the Holy Spirit is not present in them, oh, I pray that they would be saved tonight. Um, I pray, Lord, also you'd help us to focus on your power, the fact that uh, nothing is too difficult for you and that uh, we should trust you no matter uh, whether the earth be removed or whether the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea. Lord, help us to not fear, but instead to live by faith and help us to focus on your peace as well. And uh, we just pray, Lord, that you would uh, just guide and direct and, and keep us safe tonight and help us to not panic about this particular situation, but others that come into our life as well, perhaps others that we're dealing with.